Hello, hello, and welcome back to Baki Taki Season 5, Episode 3, New Horizon, the final season. I forgot to say that. Um, so uh, this season, we're bringing back all of our heavy hitters and coming back for maybe the fourth time, uh, we have Scott. Thank you, Stephen. It's, it's lovely to be back in the studio. <laughs> yes, of course. We are filming this live at 30 Rockefeller, um, Studio 6J uh right beside the uh tonight show um and it's too bad michael barbara didn't make it this time <laughs> you know what i i felt like he sort of phoned it in a bit um i i honestly i'm okay with uh cutting ties with him at this point well i was being polite <laughs> <laughs> but seriously yeah he's horrible in person um anyway oh man when it, i forgot i was gonna invite him to the finale party uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right so scott uh this is most likely uh well you'll be at the finale but uh this is probably your last episode other than that so the question i've been asking everybody is there are only 11 or so episodes left of baki what do you want to see happen in those episodes so i've seen four episodes of this show now mm-hmm. i i i went back and i checked you know i have been on three before it's it's very hard to say what would connect to all of these episodes Except for the, the whole thing about Baki and his dad. So it feels like we need some kind of resolution to Baki and his dad. And also it feels like we need some kind of giant like Macho Man reunion. Because there are so many really, really large dudes in this show. In every single episode, like you meet a new really large dude. Yeah, especially when you're just watching an episode here or or there and not, you know, going through and watching it like a regular person. So there needs to be some kind of uh, affair to bring all these these large dudes together for something or other some for some purpose. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. Oh, I like I like how vague you are with some purpose. My mind flips to the first scenario my mind thinks of is a flood hits Tokyo and all of the large men have to bring sandbags together and save the the city um yeah yeah. they have to pick up the city like (laughs) take it take it somewhere else (laughs) take it to higher ground exactly Oh. oh my god the one of the one of the worst anime i've ever watched was called um japan sinks 2020 and it's just japan sinks into the ocean over about 12 episodes and i'd never considered the idea of just everybody lifting up buildings and taking them somewhere else um it would have would have helped all right let's jump into the episode this one um i love to start by saying that it's a good one i don't know if i'd call this one a good one but <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happens uh i guess just to start what do you think of the theme song it's it's kind of poppy now a bit poppier than the the older ones i remember Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it didn't leave that much of an impression i was pretty neutral on it Um, yeah i did know there's like some graffiti in the opening section Mm -hmm. on the wall i don't know if other you know uh other folks have noticed this but there's just a few f-bombs just very clearly written there in the graffiti like this doesn't happen in american shows necessarily unless they're rated 18 plus or whatever yeah i guess Um, it's just one of those things i think you can get away with swearing in another language easier Um, yeah exactly 
it's also so funny because i think i've asked you millie and dally um each about this thing and i think everybody's commented on the graffiti swear words um, okay which i will say my i do think part of it is that this is a very boring theme song and the graffiti swear words come up in the first five seconds so it's very easy yeah. to uh remember that part. it's like a really bland theme song and then it's just on the wall just fuck 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 it's yeah. like three times yeah you get to use it three times that's <laughs> baki <laughs> cashed it in early the pg-13 baki episode yeah all right so um I, I broke this episode down into a few parts we'll start off real quick uh we got tokugawa our good friend the old man uh sitting in a hospital bed um and according His to the doc tokugawa tokugawa yeah noble elder how do you feel mm, like crap i i didn't know that yeah <laughs> they, well i don't they because this episode has so many characters and i don't know any of their names or i would only learn it from the subtitles yeah and and tokugawa is is in so little of this episode like for yeah. especially like especially for you like he must just show up get diagnosed with cancer and that's it i don't know if he's in this episode for 90 seconds yeah he says he feels like crap and you're like oh he's kind of an edgy old guy he's not like you know uh he's not like one of these lame old guys he's not quite the noble elder that they keep calling him exactly exactly he's got a bit of a sense of humor though they're like how do you feel he's like uh he's like i'm sorry about this Uh, you know i feel like crap it's just acts a little put on you know a little bit affronted by the indignity of it all yeah well he has one of the weirdest arcs because he's usually a very spry like he's the he's the guy in the manga who can't fight and his role is to go wow gee boy and he's got like a texas accent so he's like boy look at that that's the best fight in in, in, but this season it's more serious he's got cancer all of a sudden um but luckily, um, spoiler alert, uh, there is a happy ending to this story. So uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> this weekend, you'll get to see the happy ending to Tokugawa's uh, <laughs> plot line. Um, Horrific. Horrific. But we'll move on uh, to Retsu at the boxing uh, shop. So have you ever seen Retsu in any of your previous episodes? Okay, so there's Retsu is the fellow with one leg right yes yeah the peg leg okay because they they didn't introduce his name and it took me a little bit to be like who is this man with one leg the ableism in this cartoon so i mean first they i I, again very confusing i just got here first they introduced this other guy akio akio manny yeah akio manny yeah akio manny akio manny the oriental and pacific super welterweight champion editor steve i just realized this is clearly supposed to be manny pacao like Accio Manny, Manny Pacao. Anyway, um, it's probably the most complex name change they've done, but still. They're like, he's the champion of champions. This is again classic Baki, just being like, how do we build up all these guys to make them into like the greatest guy there ever was? Yeah. And then how do we get them to have their ass kicked by an even greater guy? I, I will say this guy had some great feats 14 and 0 yeah. and each one is a knockout in the first round knockout in the first round and they're like 
I, the reporters are like aliens. They're like, did you plan that? Did you plan to only fight as many rounds as you, or sorry, as many knockouts as you have rounds? He's like, I don't think of things in that way, which yeah. is a fair answer. Yeah, very fair answer. I, I think that was accurate. I think that sports reporters, I, I don't know if it's just because there's so many of them, but they ask the worst questions. So yeah. what type of parental role has he played for you and your teammates, Devon? Parental role? I, honestly, I'm, I'm, you know, he's, <laughs> I don't know how to really answer that question. I'm, and I think that that was, that was a yeah, pretty fair representation. I mean, they're usually like predictably bland. So they got a little bit off, off book there. So anyways, they're, they're building him up. They're building him up. And he's like kind of a weird looking dude. Not super weird looking for Baki. Like kind of weird, but like one of the more regular looking dudes on it, Baki. It's almost weird because he's like in that middle peer, middle ground, you know? Like he doesn't yeah. look like a total like 90 pound weakling, but he doesn't yeah. look like Mr. Olympus. He has like an incredibly skinny face. Mm-hmm. Like his, his cheeks are so sunken. It's like, uh, I don't know. Um completely sucking away but then the rest of him is ripped less surface obviously. area to get punched yeah yeah i guess i never thought of it that way yeah well little, little box and tip i've learned yeah um but yeah so, so yeah he's like i don't waste time in the ring i fight my opponents with logic yeah and this, this guy will yeah. defeat you with facts and logic um, it's yeah one that's what it, that's what he calls his fists facts and logic Oh, that's good. That's and... good. <laughs> were you, you you weren't you weren't in um apathetic world, were you? <laughs> no. We you uh, cut the uh do you cut the parts when you're when you just ask specific things from your life or no? <laughs> it depends. This one <laughs> I'll keep this one. But we we, we when I, when we were in high school, I wrote um I, I directed a student written show, and as a writing exercise, I got everybody to come up with uh, the best name for their fists. Mm. Um, facts and logic would have been a good one. I think the winner was the well, the old man in the sea. Yeah, it's only like 12 years too late or whatever for that joke, but hey. Statute of limitations? There's no statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I'm going to cut, me trying to remember what statute of limitations (laughs) was. No statute of limitations on murder. Exactly. And you're Um, about to be murdered by facts and logic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, that's our good friend Akio Manny, um, and we are a newly introduced character. Uh, we also meet uh, Retsu uh, hanging out in this uh, boxing uh, gym. I found Retsu hilarious in this episode because as far as I can tell, he thinks that everybody in the gym sucks and nobody has anything to train him. And every shot of him is him standing doing a, like a horse squat in the gym looking at a wall. It's yeah. like, what did he hope to accomplish coming to the gym today? So this is his first appearance in this show oh sorry i i phrased that weirdly he's probably one of the most uh main characters there are Oh, okay okay yeah yeah it is a good question why he's coming to the gym it's like it's not clear if he's a regular there or if he is just you know showing up for the first time he showed up last episode for the first time in the boxing gym at at the boxing gym yeah and he i i mean he destroys a punching bag like he leaves it looking like a, a withered turd just yep. completely completely wrecked 
and uh, I don't know if that's a regular thing if he's you know showing up every time and wrecking their punching bags. Maybe that's maybe that's why he just sort of has to squat and look at the wall. He doesn't want to keep yeah. destroying the punching bags. Maybe I guess that's he's fair. just he's not allowed. It's very weird why he's showing up at a boxing gym, it's... doing kung fu, being like, "I'm not going to learn boxing." Because that's his whole thing. He's like, I know Kung Fu. It's better than boxing. I'm going to kick your ass. I couldn't use my full strength against him. It could even be fatal for him. Never underestimate martial arts. It is um, just like extremely antagonistic. Like just walking very, in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like, is there like, is this like a, like, I don't know, just shitting on Western martial arts because I because I felt I felt like there's a little bit of that. They're like boxing only has a hundred and fifty year history. Uh, he says at one point, and uh, you know, compared to kung fu, it has thousands of years behind it, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, people have been like fist fighting each other for like thousands of years. Like, this, I get it's not the most elegant sport, but you can't be like, yeah, it's only been around for a hundred and fifty years yeah no i was i i found that those lines so funny like and and there's like it it takes it it just assumes that there's no iteration you know it's like yeah it'd be like yeah i'm sure you can drive fast in that car but i've my people have been riding horses for (laughs) generations like well and he's he's also just like he's like there's nothing redeeming about boxing which is why i find myself in a boxing gym there to train from a boxing coach and i'm here to fight with guys who box like it literally seemed my interpretation of retsu is so that peg leg is quite recent uh pickle the caveman uh defeated him and then ate his ankle we Um, haven't even talked about that classic move (laughs) yes um and i think that this is almost like a midlife crisis like i think that he has started going to the boxing gym because he just wants to flex on people he sees as beneath him um, mm. and get some confidence back. Fair, fair. Um, it goes without saying that Retsu just demolishes uh, Akiman, Akio Manny. Because boxing uses the fists, it can be considered kung fu. Like, the fight, I, yeah. I, I don't even have anything to say about it. I think he just punches him in the face, and that's the end of the yeah, fight. Yeah, he just, he just one-shots him. Yeah, he's like, if you're so certain your way is correct, show me I'm wrong. And then he just he just punches him, and it's a it's a straight knockout. I love it. Um, and I, it's too bad none of the other guys in those fourteen fights had tried doing that against him. Um, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Yeah, I mean they 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 build up this one guy, and then he just gets one shotted. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that you're right um, about this Western martial arts versus uh, Japanese martial arts and that. Mm. Um, it's a constant theme in this show that there's sort of tears okay. to people. Um, the bottom level people are people like me and you, scrubs, mm-hmm. don't who yeah. don't uh, do anything combat related. Um, Man of peace. Yeah. <laughs> the positive spin on it. Um, one step up on that, you have Olympic athletes um, who are also just scrubs who get their ass kicked by anybody who does martial arts. Yeah. Um, but then when you get into the people who fight, boxing is definitely one of the lowest tiers. Like it's mm-hmm. more of a sport than a real fighting uh, style. It's you know not practiced by the Japanese. Like the the ranking is sort of like boxing, MMA, all of those stuff. 
and then you got the mm-hmm. kung fu and like the more established martial arts and then like karate or sumo or like any japanese martial arts gonna be at the top typically um <laughs> at least in at least in this show uh it, it, it it's it's sort of funny because like we've had this is our second boxing arc because we had the whole muhammad ali stuff mm-hmm. um but with that the author is a big muhammad ali fan mostly i believe because of his civil rights work so there, it got a much more positive portrayal um although uh later in the season uh, a guy who looks a lot like joe frazier will show up um and he also gets a pretty good fight uh so anyway what well, was yeah <laughs> there's the there's a lot of hierarchy yeah yeah there's also a lot of fake boxers in this show like we have muhammad ali uh my, iron michael is one of my favorites mm-hmm. uh joe frazier and george foreman also shows up uh moving on a little bit uh i wanted to talk about our friend katsumi and his plastic bag that he's kicking around Specifically, I wanted to ask, do you think that this is something that the author does at home in the dark? It's a very, yeah, it's a weird scene because he's just kicking and punching at this plastic bag. And I'm not really sure what the like implication is because he's able to just kind of jet it across the room Yeah, when he kicks the plastic bag or punches it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, you know, it's like it has no mass right like it's not it's just like nobody can do this like is he just supposed to be able to are we supposed to be impressed by this or yeah yeah you're supposed to be impressed okay i mean i yeah that it's just just the the physics defying uh baki stuff he's just blasting this plastic bag into a wall into the ceiling yeah You haven't lost something. You've obtained something. See, I, I see this as quintessential Baki. Like, you know, it's it's a show that that refuses to admit that the people in it are superhumanly strong. So, yeah. to, so you, if you want to give them a feat, it's not like Katsumi can go out and, like, pick up a car. He has to do something that isn't really possible, but in a way that I wouldn't be able to explain it to you. Like, yeah. He, like he kicked that bag way too hard for it to be possible. Like I, I, I can't back that up. I don't know the yeah. physics on kicking a bag. They all kind of bend the, the limits of the physical universe. That's kind mm-hmm. of a, a big thing. Cause even like, you know, with the whole thing, like you never know how big they are in some episodes. <laughs> they're like 12 feet tall, some episodes, 10, 20 feet tall. And then sometimes you're just like, Oh, this is just a regular six foot tall guy. Oh my god, yeah. You you weren't even here for the pickle season. They they thaw this caveman out of the earth. He's towering over everybody by like a head and a half. And then they, they say that he's six six. <laughs> like that's yeah. That's no. anyway. Um yeah, but I wanted to talk about with um Kitsumi's stuff. Uh so Baki shows up and he him and Kitsumi get to hang out a bit. I guess they're mm-hmm. friends. Um they don't get a lot of screen time yeah. together. Well, okay, another another weird thing. I think Baki just climbs up to the 10th floor or whatever in this apartment building to hang out with his bud, Katsumi. Yeah, I guess I jumped past that. Yeah, I, he did. Yeah. They don't make a big thing of it, but like he's just at the bottom of the apartment building and then he just like climbs in a window or something. Yeah. And again, they're, they're like, no big deal. But it's like, yeah, he is kind of superhuman. Yeah, so there were two fun things in the conversation between the two of them that I wanted to touch on. The first, very minor, was just 
um, you, you probably won't appreciate this, but in previous seasons, there was a, uh, a disconnect between the dub and the sub where, uh, the dub would always refer to Retsu as Kaio Retsu, which I thought was a cool name. Nowadays they call him Sea King Retsu and it's okay. always jarring to me. Um, and they, I think they said Sea King Retsu will still remain Sea King Retsu and get in the ring fighting Sea King Retsu style. Sea King Retsu is still Sea King Retsu, and he will win using Sea King Retsu style, which mm-hmm. I just found so stupid. Um, but uh, I, the, the actual thing I wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, Baki talks about fighting his dad and his motivations behind it. Um, what, what did you get out of that? Like, what do you, like, when, when you think of Baki and his dad's relationship, like, what did you get out of that from that scene? Okay, so the first thing I noticed was, like, I was like, damn, Baki's really an asshole because um kaya retsu is just their train or sorry katsumi is just their training and uh you know baki's like you know kicking the plastic bag around with him and you know katsumi is like yeah i've been learning a new one-armed fighting style because he's just missing an arm yeah like it's tough to notice because he still has a shoulder and the shoulder is still super jacked but then there's no arm at all and he's like yeah it sucks uh you know this kind of sucks but i'm making the most of it uh we're doing everything we can and then baki is like yeah i kind of have the same thing but with my dad (laughs) and then empathizes but not and just pivots to him being like yeah it's really tough having a dad who's like the greatest fighter in the whole world um i was like okay asshole yeah um very equivalent very equivalent issues your arm got eaten like a week ago versus (laughs) yeah versus you have a dad yeah like yeah that was that was that was the main take you know and he's like i i yeah i real real asshole move here yeah yeah no i didn't you know i I didn't even catch that and it's so it's so true like baki is not an empathetic person um well maybe he he can feel how hard he just punched you but beyond that um i also just wanted to point out because it's it's not super clear from just this episode but baki says that um he doesn't really hate his dad anymore he just wants to fight him um for reference baki's dad picked up his mom and hugged her to death in front of him like three years ago. And now Baki has officially <laughs> moved on. And is, right. It's just sort of like, I want to okay. fight him for the fun of it. Fact is, I don't even hate him anymore, but I still think I'm going to fight him. Yeah. He's like, I don't really hate him anymore. I don't know why, but I just don't anymore. I think it's just because his dad's so cool. He's the strongest it's, man in the world. Yeah. And I mean, also, like, I just feel like the substance of this show is just fighting for no good reason. So it's kind of good. Like, I think that they're kind of like, yeah, we got to get back to what we're really about here. Yeah. Fighting for no good reason. I think that's literally what yeah. they say. Do you need a, more of a reason to fight your dad? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just want to fight him. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. All right, so Retsu has a second fight this episode. Um, He fights a very tall guy who I believe has no dialogue. Um, But this guy, this this guy puts the other guy who won 14 times in a row to shame. This guy is massive. He's an ex-Marine. And he actually looks intimidating. He jumps around. 
and he's got 20 no 30 pounds on kyle ratsu did you feet. yeah and he's got an extra they make it they make a big thing about how he's fast on his feet and they have shots of him and his sneakers you know kind of bouncing around in the ring and yeah yeah so i mean they're, they're yeah lots of uh differently abled characters in this episode <laughs> yes yeah most characters in this episode have more than the average number of feet um yep. except for kyle ratsu yeah uh, and this this guy's like ex-military he's like way bigger than the last guy i don't think they even gave him a name yeah like, at all I, yeah I, I would like they were I, just like he's an impressive insane badass anyway this guy's probably exactly what you're looking for an opponent you can fight with all your strength but one your skills won't work so good on an honest to god heavyweight he was in the military until three years ago he used to come from the base to practice here since he's so big he couldn't debut in japan another yeah. like you thought the last guy was the greatest guy ever this guy is the greatest guy ever except he's, he's got he's, he's got one achilles heel because he's got good good reach good speed good moves yeah but he doesn't have a good grip um, not a good grip i see now i see his speed excellent his power excellent his grip weak so so it, it turns out that uh boxers are basically the martial arts equivalent of like i guess like nancy boys with a weak handshake um and they rely on their gloves too much uh so so how does retsu turn this fight in his favor well he, okay so retsu gets like an atomic punch <laughs> just i think it just lands on him and yeah. he gets blasted backwards like directly into the corner of the ring and he's like damn but because he's such a like kung fu master he could feel from the punch that super ex-military jacked man had a terrible grip yeah um so he's like okay i know i know how i'm gonna win this because the other guy's bigger than him and he has the atomic punch that just blasts him backwards he's like yeah there's there's nothing we can do uh so he just takes the punch on his forehead and then there's more, another like Baki and an anatomy lesson, right? Like we're back into the the anatomy lesson. It's great. Yep. <laughs> um, so you just get like a, you know a, a skeleton view of uh, of what's going on. He's like taking a punch in his forehead, the small, the strongest bone of his body, and his forehead is stronger than the guy's fist. So the guy's fist just shatters. Yeah. Through the boxing glove because this guy's you know uh, retsu's forehead is just so so strong i loved that especially because at the beginning his 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 trainer guy kept saying like put on the headgear you're gonna need headgear and retsu's like yeah. i don't need it yeah yeah <laughs> just headbutts a guy's fist head on exactly oh there's like an incredibly dramatic uh shot of the fist you know blasting into his forehead and i guess he ultimately wins his bet with the trainer right oh my god he, you know. yeah 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 this, yeah this trainer just loot get and and the 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 finger to head uh hit was brutal but when he follows yeah. that up by punching the guy's uh humorous at, into dust i just like like what is the surgeon gonna like imagine if you're a surgeon and it's like oh this guy's got a broken bone and you open it up and it's just dust like the bone is yeah. disintegrated. what do you do <laughs> I mean, this is when the show, it, like, it starts cutting really strangely. Like, you get, like, a 45-minute 
or sorry, 45 second clip of the next part. And then it goes back to the fight. But yeah, he just like walks up to him with like a Kung Fu stance. Like it's a terrible boxing stance, <laughs> especially when you have one leg and he just punches the guy's yeah. humorous. That's, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Destroys it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this a funny bone joke or is this, or is it just Baki anatomy that they're just getting really into it? But I don't, th- it, I don't think was, he was laughing after that, honestly. No, no, for sure. <laughs> Oh man, but I was <laughs> destroyed. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't, it's a really strange episode because it's like it's like such like short fights and they're with totally random dudes, and most of it, the rest of the episode is just like connective tissue for it, the Baki and his dad plot. Yeah, I feel like I I need to confirm this because um it's it's a hunch that i haven't checked so editor steve can uh check me here but i'm pretty sure that what we're in right now is like they they know that they want this season to be the father-son fight and like the the last half of the season is basically like a six episode mega fight but you can't release a six episode season you need about 12 to 13 so like i think that like I think that the boxing stuff is just thrown in there. Um, and a lot of the other stuff is just sort of like stretched out or glued together to, to make the season make sense. Cause hey, editor Steve, I'm going to cut myself off here. Uh, this is more or less chronologically adapted, um, which makes sense. The show doesn't really like to mix things up, at least in my experience um, as an anime first guy. Um, I just sort of got this vibe because when this season came out, I just saw a bunch of comments from people saying stuff like, oh, I don't think they're going to adapt the boxing arc or maybe they thought the fight would take too much time, uh, but they didn't do anything fancy with the timelines here. This is pretty straightforward. Um, and to be honest, that sort of explains how disjointed it is because, you know, the, each episode is multiple chapters and it's much more common for a chapter to just sort of be weird. Yeah, this this first half of the season is disjointed. We, we had a one-minute scene last episode where Baki walked through a park and rats just ran away from him. Um, and that... <laughs> and then you know it what, that's what, that usually happens. That even happens to me. Even <laughs> though I'm not, like, a low... I'm, like, a low-tier, non-martial arts kind of dude. Is the rats just run away? <laughs> yeah, they don't hang around with me. That's fair. That's fair. That would be alarming if they did. Have you, have you ever seen the uh, the Seinfeld episode where um, the pigeons stop respecting George? He's like he's like no. trying to walk through the park and they don't fly away from him, and he he's, I, I don't think so. He start he tries to run at them and he just r- literally steps on the pigeons and it's like a big oh my god. I, yeah, that would be really underwhelming. Yeah, I, I think about that all the time. All right, uh, there's one last uh, storyline in this episode. Gary Stridham, our military pal, uh, in, informs Yujiro that Baki Hanma has made um, a rather surprising request of him. Um, I think when we're listening to it, the, the assumption is that Baki is going to challenge his dad to a fight, um, you know, the greatest father-son fight in history. Uh, but that's not quite what he asked for. Um, do you want to fill the, the listeners in on what Baki's special request was? It yeah, it's uh it's very touching. He just he's like, I wanna eat rice with my dad. What did you just say? You heard me. 
Do you have any idea how abnormal that request is? So then what's so damn crazy about it? I just want to share a nice meal with my own father. What's the big problem with that? This doesn't really go over well. Like, Yujiro is just... His pupils are, like, disappearing, and he's, like, smashing up his cutlery. He's just like, I want to share a meal with my dad. And there's a bunch of shots of them, like, imagining this in a little apartment, and they're kind of, like, laughing, and... It's really weird. I I mean, I don't I don't I don't know that I've seen an episode with the ogre, yeah, the Yujiro in it before. But he's not like a friendly looking. Oh, he's he's the world's strongest creature. He's he's a menace. Um, yeah. It's funny. I was I was watching this episode with Lindsay, and um, when 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 <laughs> she pointed out that the conversation literally goes. You and the ogre having dinner together? I can't imagine it. And it cuts to a picture of them having dinner together. And she's like, well, what's that then? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally. It's like, in case you had trouble imagining it, we've done it for you. This yeah, is... that's the best part. It's just like, there, there's like a little TV in the apartment. And, and all this, you know, just the, the, you know, humdrum domestic crap. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, you know, there are packs of soy sauce everywhere. And it's 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 funny it's funny because it's not like Baki ever does that. It's not like he has like yeah like he doesn't even have like a nice sit down dinner with his girlfriend like <laughs> yeah or you're not like oh Baki's in his apartment again just chilling you yeah know? he doesn't have a lair like Yujiro does it's just like his you know little I don't know like coffee table that he sits at to eat takeout yeah. I, I actually have a lot I want to say about um, this request for dinner, but I, I have to space it out throughout the season because it's okay. going to keep it's going to keep coming back. And I and um, this and the idea of the brute strength pro are going to um, to come into the finale a lot. Is that um, the request for dinner? Like, is this the first time that it, this occurs? Uh, yes. Yeah. Baki okay. was Baki was. <laughs> Baki was wasn't really raised by either of his parents, but especially not by his dad. Um, the The only interaction they've had really is when Yujiro, at, at least in this podcast, Yujiro encouraged him to start having sex, um, and Yujiro threw him through a wall one time. Uh, mm. But they, 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 yeah, they don't have too much interaction. Any hoot? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a quick transition for Baki then. He's just like, yeah, we're going to, not only am I not going to fight him for a reason. We're going to have I got to have, I got to have rice with him. <laughs> rice and miso. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I just love that scene. I think it's one of my favorite ending credit cuts of the, of the show. Of just Yujiro walking out and being, I, I forget what he says, but it's something like, Cook rice, huh? cook rice for him and then it just cuts yeah, to like it's nah, 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 really, nah. yeah it's really good on it because like baki's there and he's like why do i always have to be the one who cooks the rice you you has got to step up for once and maybe he could be the one that cooks the rice and then yeah. it just cuts to him like totally enraged yeah he's bent all of his utensils it's like yeah. It's so great. I was he actually wants what he wants me to cook rice. I was joking with Lindsay yeah, that yeah. it would just. It seems like these high class restaurants have an exclusive clientele of only muscular, uh, like 
professional wrestlers. We cut yeah. to these places so frequently, and it's always scenes just like this. I, I would, yeah, okay. I would avoid a Michelin star restaurant like the Plague in the Baki universe. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, like, I don't think you make very much money, like wrestling. Well, I guess they're not wrestling. I guess they're doing martial arts. Maybe it's totally different. No, but it, it's it's very unclear. Like, I don't know. Yujiro, like, they have this underground fighting arena, but, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's established that you don't make money from it. I yeah. don't know. You can make your own karate school, but... Uh... Maybe if a person just, like, over a certain size walks into a restaurant, you're just like, yeah, I guess we got a certain dinner. <laughs> It's like seven feet tall. They have places like that in Vegas. Um, I think if you're over 350 pounds, you can get a free burger. Um, anywho, Some, something to work towards. Yeah, it's good to have. It's good to have goals. Um, yeah, five year plans. Five year plan. Yeah, five years when I die. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Scott, you've now watched four episodes of Baki. Um, what do you think? Do you think the show's getting better? I think this is by far the worst episode of Baki I've ever seen. <laughs> the pacing was terrible. Uh, the fight scenes sort of like out of nowhere with uninvolved characters. Just, you know, they were just introducing, you know, big men just to knock them down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the pacing is so strange because it's like they would just be cutting between scenes. You know, show a scene for a minute, go back to the first scene, now show the second scene. Now we go back to the first scene and finally finish it. Like, why Why do you have to do this? Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think even just on a structural level, this is one of Baki's weakest episodes. Yeah. And, and when you look at the plot, like, the Retsu boxing, I I enjoy parts of the storyline, but, like, it, this is not the parts I like. Like, it gets no. me, like... Yeah, it's, it's they just... all just like like Retsu, and then even they cut to Baki, and Baki's just like talking shit on boxing, and then it's like, well, why are you making this the central plot? You know, yeah, um, you, you you know, you're like boxing is the lowest form of uh, of martial art. Uh, not even a dog would practice boxing, <laughs> and then they just show them beating the shit out of a bunch of boxers. Yeah, and you're like, okay, cool. I, I will um, clarify you validated. Here. Uh, Scott's not referring to the dog boxers. He's referring to regular boxers. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. No, I, 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 I completely, I completely agree. Like we watch boxing, and then to, I think because they think it'd be too boring to do two boxing segments in a row, we watch guys kick a plastic bag around in the yeah. middle. Uh, yeah. And talk about their dad, and and the incident. Yeah, I don't, the best part of it is the line when he's like, uh, when uh, Red Sue is like, "If you're so certain that your way is correct, show me I'm wrong." But I was like, "That's this is only a good line because it makes me think that he's Anton Chigurh, being like, you know, if the if the rule that brought you here was this, of what good of what use is the rule?" But uh, anyways, Anton Chigurh, not a boxer, not even a martial artist. Was he also not a boxer and he would hang out in the boxing gym and uh, beat up all the boxers? Or No, he would just kill people with a cattle gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you, like me, are pretending like you know who Anton Chigurh is, you might actually. He's the guy from No Country for Old Men. Different. Well, who knows where, where Retsu's going to go next. All right. Well, that's... Did you have anything else you wanted to add? I... 
yeah, this I I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping they pull it together for the finale. This this episode, I'm like, it's connected tissue, but it's not doing a good job at connecting. Yeah, no, that's a it's a it's a fair assessment, and they will they will, but uh, we'll see what the next few episodes good. are like. All right, well, thanks for coming on, Scott. That's all the Baki we've got to talk you, and I'll see you all next week. And then you say bye. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Yeah, hey, hey, let's get it. What we got the time, spit it out and free your rhymes It's Japanese like family, survive the seas Just keep your mind, what's going on? Float it off, what you feeling? Hold it on to all your thoughts, you won't feel lost Wrap off the top, your woes are gone Hey, alright, it's week three of recommendations um, So I'm sort of cheating here Because this is the first uh, non-anime recommendation So I didn't actually have intro music So I thought I'd do something that I've mentioned a lot of times on this podcast And plug Japan Sinks 2020 um, I've often thought if I didn't have a podcast about Baki, what would be the next best thing? And it's under the dome and then it's probably Riverdale. And then there's a few other shows <laughs> that would be better. Um, but it, it, an honorable mention goes to Japan since 2020. It is usually when I watch anime, it's because I woke up three hours before my wife and I just find it on Netflix and I figure I've got five hours to kill. Um, this show is the epitome of that and Japan sinks into the ocean in the year 2020, but it's just a roller coaster where the only way is down and you don't know what's going to happen. You know, that Japan's going to sink, but like they just start rapping at one point, like, and that's basically ninja, like from <laughs> streaming that starts rapping. Like, uh, it's, it's so bad and not in like, a, not in like a really good way, like Baki, but, uh, anyway, I'm rambling. Because what I actually want to talk to you about is a webcomic that I followed for years and actually just finished, so it's completed. Um, it's about the Elan school, and maybe I get it wrong, you know, I just read it, I don't say it. Um, E-L-A-N, it's like Elon, but with an A. Um, if anybody ever watched Dr. Phil as a kid like I did, you'll know that he always used to send kids to these troubled teen camps. And at, when I was a kid watching these things, I just thought, yeah, you tell him Dr. Phil. Because uh, I was a good kid. I don't get sent to those type of camps. Um, but, you know, as as time has passed, I think people have sort of learned that the, the troubled teen industry has a lot of red flags in it. And there's a lot of, you know, very troubling places that we're sending these kids to. And the Eland School is one of the worst ones, I think, recorded. And it ran for decades. And it was basically psychological warfare on these kids. Um, and so the webcomic for the first 50 chapters or so is about, um, this author, Mr. Joe Nobody is what he goes by, um, and his time at the school. And he is, it's a webcomic, um, a very unique art style that grows as it goes on. Um, and it is insane and captivating the entire time. Um, and then the last 50 chapters, I remember reading it as it happened. He eventually left the school. Um, and I thought, oh, they'll wrap it up in a few chapters, but you know, an, an experience like that stays with you for the rest of your life. And he sort of wrote, you know, the next half of his life and he had a crazy life. And I think a lot of it's because of this. Um, and it's, it was just such an interesting look into, 
you know what happens and the lasting effects of that and and just at after a certain point you're just so invested in this in this person's life you just want to know what happens with them um so i i, I recommend giving it a look um he he the original point of the website was he wanted to steal the domain from Elan back when it was a real school. So it's elan.school, um, and you can read it all there. Uh, I'm hoping that soon the physical editions will be up for sale, and I'm going to buy one. But I think it's just a Patreon reward right now, and I don't want to get on a Patreon. I have too many of those. <laughs> anyway, um, that's my recommendation for the week. I told you they're not all anime. Probably will be next week, though. See you all later.